do, 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 do. May I have your attention, please? Will the real MG please stand up? I repeat, will the real MG please stand up? We're going to have a problem here. <laughs> I won't bust out straight into the rap, but I will say, hi, it's MG. No, it's not Eminem, it's MG. Oh my gosh, did you really think it was Eminem? Oh. This week in the podcast, Conversations with the Real MG, I am talking about making uncomfortable decisions as you grow in business. The reason I'm talking about this in this week is because I have had some uncomfortable decisions to make, some uncomfortable conversations to have very recently in my business, and I recognize this as a growth pain, a growth pain, a growth point, a growth opportunity, because I have had some pretty huge growth in my business in recent months, and with growth comes challenges, and I think I want to talk into this topic because it's what so many of us are afraid of, getting successful, becoming successful, and then what, and then who am I, and then what will people think of me? And then what problems will I have to deal with? What if this happens? What if that happens? And then you grow and those things start to happen. And you've got to deal with them. Because if you don't deal with them, you're going to stop growing. And that's where I'm at right now. And I've had some really challenging, anxiety-driven, icky moments. And while I'm not going to talk specifically about what those things are, I do want to talk about broadly what kinds of challenges you might be up for with growth based on the challenges I've experienced and how to deal with it. I think that's the most important thing is to actually talk about how to deal with it because it's all very good and well knowing and having an awareness that it's okay, that it's normal. But I think there's a few things that I've been doing that I know are helping me work through it. So I want to share that with you today as well. I kind of call these growing pains, this kind of phase, which I've gone through quite a few times in my business and in my just general personal development journey, growing pains. Because growing is uncomfortable. Essentially, if we're growing, we're probably changing, which means we're doing things that are out of our comfort zone, which means it's going to be uncomfortable. And a lot of people this is where they hit their upper limit. This is where they stop because getting into that discomfort, the growing pain is just not something that they're willing to work through. And so by me sharing this with you in a podcast right now, it's kind of almost a way of me taking ownership of those growing pains as I work through them. And ownership, I believe, is one of the reasons I've been successful in business to date. And one of the things I teach, being unstoppable in your ownership of your decisions of your choices of your path of your vision so that you make it happen because we have such a high purpose even if you think from day to day this is the work that you do there's so much more than that there's such a bigger purpose to the work that you do and if you've ever looked into visioning and your why why you do what you do you'll know what those things are but we lose sight of that when we get uncomfortable sometimes and so This conversation is about bringing it back to that in a lot of ways. 
remembering that the purpose of this work is so much beyond what you're experiencing right in this moment. So a couple of months ago, one of the women who I look up to, Angela Henderson, who I've had on my podcast before, she was an absolutely brilliant podcast guest. If you haven't listened to that episode, go and listen to it. She has an incredible vision. She wants to get more wealth into the hands of women. And if you go and listen to that podcast, you'll hear why. So she's incredible and her vision is so important. And very recently, a few months ago, she had an article published in Mamma Mia about how she asks for help and how she has a house manager who helps her to organize her life. Now, unfortunately, due to the nature of social media, she was ripped to shreds by a very well-known feminist and also by a lot of just the general public because they saw her as privileged, as wealthy, as someone whose kids and husband don't know how to look after themselves. They basically took all of the wrong bits of information and made massive assumptions about this incredible woman and attacked her. And she later came out to say it was the hardest 48 hours that she's ever had in business, having to deal with all of those personal attacks. And this is a woman who, as I said, her vision is so important for women. It's so important for the world. But unfortunately, as we step into that vision, there will be a lot of people that get triggered by it. And their triggers are their own shit, but doesn't mean it doesn't impact us as we're stepping into that vision. So I really felt for Ange when I was seeing the comments and, you know, I ended up getting into a bit of a cycle myself of arguing with people like, you've got no idea how important this is and you've taken the wrong picture from this and all of that, you know, but it made me realize that that was probably going to come for me as well at some point. Now, I talk a lot about the importance of money and wealth and how what I want to do with the the wealth that I create in my business and in my life meets a higher purpose than me. However, I know that when I talk about it, there are many people that feel triggered by the fact I talk about money. I talk about how much money I make. I talk about you know, how much money I want to make, how I want to be a seven-figure coach by 2025. And I recognize that for some people, it's really hard to understand the big picture of what that means. Because what that means, guys, is that I have my own mini economy. If I'm making millions of dollars a year, I have a mini economy where I can support other businesses, other women that I employ, other people that I'm impacting in so many ways. And there is so much power in the right people having that power. I wish that it wasn't money that creates power, but in a lot of ways it does. And I'm not saying in all ways it does because there are certainly many other ways to have impact and power as well, which I also work on. But I recognize that At some point, this is going to require difficult conversations 
and it already has. So in the past couple of months, I have had to have really hard conversations with people. I've had to set some boundaries that were not easy to set. I've lost friends. And it creates a very anxiety-driven, icky feeling in my body, having those conversations and dealing with those situations. But I remind myself that this is part of the process. These are the growing pains. These are the sacrifices that I'm making in order to create the impact that I want to create. And it's a challenge, but I'm here for it. I'm here for challenges. I choose to lead by example and lean into the challenges as an opportunity to learn and grow and recognize the power of the learning and the growing in those challenges. So I want to share three things that I think are super important. And I guess I've reflected to work out what these three things are in order to move through those uncomfortable decisions, those growing pains. Because I know that this is going to continue. I do recognize that as I continue to grow, these growing pains are going to continue. I don't know if they'll get easier. I'll let you know. I imagine they won't get easier. I just imagine they'll become different. You know, there's certain conversations that I've had to have at this point might become easier, but then there'll be other conversations that need to be have, had or other decisions that need to be made that will be uncomfortable as well. So the first thing is, to be honest, I think really fucking important and obvious, but I don't know how obvious it is to everyone. The first thing is inner world work. Your inner world your mindset and your energy is the number one thing to work on as you grow in your business. If you are not growing in your inner world with a huge amount of awareness, you're going to really struggle. So there was a conversation that I had to have last week, which was a, a challenge. And that night I came up into my little Zen den and I did this beautiful yin flow. And I, I know yin and flow don't seem to match if you think of yin yoga. But yin is actually just a feminine. I just allowed my body to move in the way that it needed to in order to release the negative energy that was contained within it. And I probably looked totally wild <laughs> while I was doing this. It didn't matter. No one was watching. And I, I made noises and I just let it all out. Now, a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have been able to do that. This is something that I've been working with in my own inner world and in my body over the last probably 12 months. But man, it was powerful. Whether your inner world work is something like that or doing some journaling, breath work, meditation, working with someone like that you know maybe can help you work through things a coach reiki masters people that can help you with your inner world because sometimes when we are so stuck in our own growing pains it can be hard to work through that on our own so if you've got support to do that it can be really powerful so that's number one inner world work and it's number one for a reason because i believe it's the most important the most important 
Number two is to take some time and not make decisions or have conversations before you're ready. And when I say before you're ready, it doesn't mean wait forever and never be ready, (laughs) but wait until the high level of emotion has passed before you respond to whatever it is you need to respond to. It's like when you, uh, maybe if you've been working in the past and got an email that's really made you feel angry, if you respond straight away, you're going to respond angrily. But if you have a sleep, go to sleep on it, you know, maybe journal about it, talk to your partner about it, whatever that may be, then respond the next morning. You're going to get a much better result, right? So make sure you take time before making decisions and responding, uh, but don't take too much time that you actually avoid it. So you, you might like to put a time frame on it instead of dealing with this right here, right now, while I'm in the motions of, sorry, in the emotions of chaos, take some time to respond and deal with whatever it is that's coming up. That's number two. And number three is ask for advice. Now, I want to be really clear on this. Ask for advice from someone that would make sense to take advice from. Awesome to have a whinge with your girlfriends, but I certainly know some of my girlfriends would be like, oh, I'm just going to you know, go around and punch them in the face. <laughs> now, those, those girlfriends um, know who they are, and I know they've got my back, right? And that's important. You need to have space to vent. You need to have space to share how you're feeling. But when I am talking about advice, I would suggest a business coach, a business consultant, mentor, someone who's had to make decisions like this or have conversations like this all the time. They've done it many times before and they can now do it from a totally non-emotional space. Okay, so really consider who you take advice from, but it's not to say you can't have conversations with your friends and you know, hold space for whatever you need to just blurt out, have that emotional verbal diarrhea. Uh, yeah, that's that's my advice there for number three. So number one, inner world work. Number two, take your time. And number three, ask for quality advice. Let's put that word in there. Quality advice. Lots of people will be ready to offer up advice, but you want to make sure that this advice is coming from someone who has been there. Because the thing is, as you're growing in your business, there's also a lot of people that are at a point in their business where they've they've dealt with this before. And they feel your pain because they probably felt exactly how you're feeling when they experienced whatever it is for the first time. So I hope this helps because I know that if you are listening to this podcast, you probably have a business and you want your business to grow. And I like to get as real and raw and honest in these as I can. So I know that this is helpful if that's what you're after. If you're after recognizing that it's not all rainbows and butterflies, sometimes things are shit, (laughs) just to put it nicely. Sometimes things are shit. And we've got to have strategies to work through those moments where it does feel really difficult. Now, I am very excited because 
I have got my mum coming over from New Zealand in four sleeps from the time of me recording this. So at the end of the at the end of this week, if you're listening to this when it comes out, my mum is arriving from New Zealand to Western Australia and I haven't seen her in over two years. And even when I did see her then it was for less than 24 hours. So it's been quite a bit of time since I've spent time with my mum. So I am gonna see how I go in the next couple of weeks as to whether I release a podcast episode. I might not because I might just be too busy spending time with her. However, if I am inspired and I have got 20 minutes to jump on the mic, I might come and do it as well. But I'm just letting you know I'm not making a commitment to it. That's the boundary that I'm setting at the moment. And I will be back most definitely once she leaves because that will be the week that Unstoppables Cohort 2 is launched. And there's going to be some freaking exciting stuff happening that week because I wanted to make this launch even bigger than the last one. When I say bigger, I mean more impactful, more value, more hype. And I know you're probably thinking, how the fuck can M give it more hype? (laughs) Well, you'll just have to wait and see. I would highly recommend if you don't already follow me on Instagram, Make sure you're doing that because you're going to want to see it in the stories, uh, what I what I do. I've got so many ideas already, but I know more ideas are even going to come through to me because I actually love launch mode. Like I get, I get totally amped up and excited and vibe hard off, off launch mode. So uh, I'd love to share those vibes, that energy with you in the 10 days that the doors are open to join the Unstoppables. 10 days or less, depending on if those spots fill up. There's only going to be 22 spots available. Uh, and if those spots fill up before the 10 days, then the doors will close. So if you aren't already on the wait list and it's something that you're interested in, you've got the Unstoppables, which is 12 months of no bullshit group coaching with me, MG. Uh, You will get so much out of it. I have got testimonials coming out of my ears at the moment and they're phenomenal testimonials. You'll see them scattered around the place on the sales page and on Instagram and in my Facebook group everywhere, obviously. It's just been incredible so far. So I'm really looking forward to welcoming in the next cohort, the next 22 women. That's it from me for now, though. I will see you back here when I see you back here. Peace out. I'm MG.